Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of a fan's perspective. Well, guys, this week we uh, we've got some something we don't think we've brought up before on the pod. We haven't talked about this show, but it's pretty interesting. Uh, I, I guess maybe it's better to call it a series than a show, since it's more like an anthology kind of thing. <laughs> it is an anthology, yes. So, we're gonna... science fiction, um, animation, anthology. Yeah, it's 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 pretty interesting. I'm I actually was pretty surprised when it got a season two, but I'm not complaining. Uh, so we're going to be talking about the Love Blank and Robots series. The reason why I say blank is because season two's name is technically different than season one's. So, oh okay, yeah, I was curious I, as to I, why you said blank. I I don't want to because it's not like because it's it's not even like when you go onto Netflix because I'm on it right now. Like, if you go to it now, the series is called Love, Death, and Robots. But the first volume of it was called Love, Sex, and Robots. So it's two, two different two different Spicy. <laughs> two different things. Uh, so I, I think calling it Love, maybe Love, yeah, Love, Blank, and Robots works. Because the, the, the cool part about the title is that it even has, like, little symbols for what each one means. Uh, love is obviously a heart and robots a little tiny square with two two eyes but the between volume one and volume two the middle has changed but before we dive into the before we dive into our thoughts on this series and what volume two was we want there some things have happened over the past uh over the past week that both shelby and i are pretty excited for uh shell uh, what would you like to discuss Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden West, baby. We finally got a uh, state of play that that took place. Um, I think it was Thursday. Yeah, somewhere around there, where they revealed the uh, gameplay for Horizon Two or Horizon uh, Forbidden West. Yeah, so it, I think it's Horizon. 
it's not Horizon Zero Dawn 2. I think it's just Horizon Forbidden West. So I guess the, the name of the series going forward is just Horizon. So that, that that's what I stated. Okay, my bad, my bad. No, I'm, I know. But for those who don't know that, yeah, it's just Horizon. Horizon Zero Dawn was the first uh, game. Me and CJ voted it as the uh, best PlayStation 4 game to come out for the, the console and exclusive anyways and this and is i the... think even after the last of us okay two, all right uh, sorry go ahead I, I was just gonna say i think that's still the case because we did it before the last of us two and ghost of tsushima came out so oh yeah we're not even uh well oh. it would it would be it would be ghost of tsushima giving it a run for its money more than more than the last of us two but i still say horizon and God of War better than... Um. Okay, I think it would be a better argument to put Ghost of Tsushima against God of War than Horizon, but I, they're all kind of in a revolving A revolving circle. door of, like, yeah. which one's the best? That is a good question, because I, I can... I can see me liking, as someone that has platinum all three of these games, you know, soft flicks, um... I personally can say I think I do like uh, Ghost a little bit more than God of War. Um, I think I would agree with you for the most part, except I think I might like the side characters. And maybe Atreus isn't really a side character, but I think I might just like so, the characters more of yeah, yeah. God of Okay, or, let's say we were to give them a a short ranking, right? Okay. Story, I would get. I would say it's a tie. Yeah, definitely. I, definitely. I would say it's a tie. As far as characters go, um, I guess if you're counting, I think Boulder, Freya, uh, Brock, Sentry, Atreus. I think there are more extra characters to like in God of War. And then there's Kratos and his his growth. So I'll right. give I'll give that point to uh, God of War. And then, but in terms of story, I like the story of Ghost of Tsushima uh, more. Okay, that's fair. And one last point, one last round. I like the gameplay of Ghost of Tsushima more. Not like God of War. Yeah, and I think the one thing about the gameplay that helps Ghost is the fact that like it's more than because like God of War was an open world dish game. But I still wouldn't call it an open it's world ish. game. That's the and, thing. And it and even traversing around the different realms in God of War, it's not as it's not as awesome as finding a shrine in Ghost of Tsushima. And like trying to figure out the puzzle of how to access the top and like yeah. get to that shrine. I'll do, I'll do you even better one. Remember when you were in the first area and like I didn't tell you there was a second area and you figured you found out there was another area to the game. Yeah, when I realized like, that this you were like game what huge. I was like I said yes. Yeah. I said no. You just you just on the second part. So yeah, I think Ghost of Tsushima is a better game than God of War. Um, as far as in comparing it to Horizon, it's tough because they're they're a little bit more similar in terms of it being open world. Um, Even size wise, I'd say they're pretty similar. I feel like they're game gameplay. Like it, it, it that may be a conversation for another day. Yeah, that that could be an interesting convo. Is which one? Which like overall though, we still I still think we'll, we'd end up picking Horizon just for like if I if I had to 
if we had to we, we might have to do it one more like one more best of the playstation series yeah before 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 we, the, before we wrap everything because i definitely say i like pl- i like playing with jen more than i like playing with aloy but okay, that's fair graphically they're they're kind of equal yeah story-wise they're kind of equal I if like- I might go with Horizon story. Mode. I was, I was, I, yeah, I, I'm leaning more towards Horizon. Just because, just because the big shocking moment of Ghosts, I feel like was towards the end. While with Horizon, we kind of got more, like we got more shocking moments, like as things happened. Yeah, Horizon, Horizon is just you did. It's so out there you don't know what to expect exactly um so i would say that and i like the enemies that horizon has a lot more they're a lot more unique um but gameplay wise i prefer ghost uh, i think ghost may look a little better but it was an it's a newer game um True. so True. so yeah but, but yeah we got um oh i'm sorry go ahead no, I, was say, I, no, I was gonna say what you were saying we we got the state of play yeah so we got to see horizon zero dawn uh two or horizon two we went through that whole thing just for me to say anyways but we got horizon two uh gameplay and i thought it looked good i know i saw it before you did but i sent you i sent it to you when it came out uh i think they just added some things that a lot of people really kind of you know wanted in the first game which is which is cool they they really in my opinion uh took some notes from the arkham series and incorporated that into this game um smoke bomb you gotta grapple now you glide you know like i I really think somebody was playing arkham and it was like hey it would be kind of cool if aloy had this stuff yeah and i think i think that might just be something that they learned from the traversal of uh the traversal involving of Arkham, right? Of Arkham and just the traversal <laughs> of open world games in general. Uh, just because I feel like when you're trying, when you're when you're going from place to place and you got to climb all over the place, a grapple just makes your life a lot easier. But yeah. but I also really like the um, I like the underwater stuff that it looks like they're going to be doing. Just because one, when she, when Aloy went underwater, that was beautiful. It was stunning to see what things were looking like um and the fact that now they've given her a way to breathe underwater uh without needing yeah, to having to hold the your surface breath. and all that stuff i think that's going to really expand what we can do with the game um for for me from the state of play the thing that got me the most excited was honestly just watching her fight what was it called the tremor tusk mm-hmm because I can tell that's going to be the equivalent of the Thunderjaw, at least. It might not be the. It might not be the same as like fighting a what do they call it, a Stormbird or a Stormhawk. It, it it was definitely pretty awesome to see how this massive mammoth machine is going to not only be like a moving fortress, but also like it's clearly one of the bigger, more dangerous things you fight. But also seeing the raptors, the the robot raptors was pretty dope too. Yeah, and they obviously you saw that you could ride that now, which is cool. The the raptor that was one of the complaints. There wasn't enough stuff that you could like take over and ride in the previous game. Um, I, overall, I wasn't really too impressed with the uh, combat, the new the, the way the new combat system worked out. Um, 
But the thing that impressed me the the most were the new mechanics, which I guess is what you kind of want as yeah. from from a new game. Like you want those new mechanics to go over smoothly. So that is the. I mean, it, you know, it's a gameplay demo, so of course it's gonna look good. But um, I like, like you said, I like the new robots. Uh, still not the biggest fan of the gameplay, but I did enjoy the new mechanics, the new additions, like the the glider, like you said, the rebreather, uh, which keeps you underwater, the grapple, um, and that in combat it shows you stuff you can jump onto and use to maneuver. So yeah, that's um, really helpful. The sticky grenade I thought was cool. That was cool. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be able to level that up to where stuff just can't move. So yeah, it'd be, it might be that might even be the easier version of like the uh, uh, the wire the the not the, the wire traps the um oh what was it trap called? um I know what you're talking about yeah where you could where you could kind of click the rope uh, launcher yeah the rope launcher there you go yeah, yeah. Um, that was. That was my ish. That rope. Oh yeah, that was boy. that was the best way to win a fight. Like if you, if you fighting. Well, once I once I leveled that up all the way, I was happy with, with my with my yeah, game because it, it made everything a lot less painful for sure. Uh, but yeah, I was really excited from what I saw. We still haven't gotten a release date. Um, they haven't even given us a, re- a real release window, other than they're still kind of saying this year. Uh, this year. I mean, I most mean, of us probably... ex- most of us expected it to be around the holiday season because that's kind of the be big. The holiday. That's the big system seller. It's gonna uh, be time to sell, and yeah. Aloy, Aloy is the girl to do it. Yeah, I, if, I don't. Uh, I don't think they're gonna have God of War Ragnarok ready in enough time for no. them to get it out. So I think this is clearly the this is clearly the the big the big push. Uh, it's also gonna be available on PS4. I don't know. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, it's gonna be. I'm not playing it on PS4. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, the the hunt has already begun. It's gonna be one of those things where you. Uh, it I don't know what it's going to look like on PS4. It's it's really. It's gonna just, look good, but it's gonna look better on PS5. Like yeah. we're we're too deep yeah. in, into PS5 now for it to be like they're gonna be like yeah we know majority of our audience still owns PS4 so here you go. But it's probably going to look better on PS5. There's probably going to be probably more, a little bit more content to some degree, some way, somehow on PS5. And that's, that's how I'm going to play it. So, yeah, it, it's, it's, it should be a great time. Um, E3 is coming up this month uh, virtually, I believe, at least kind of an idea of what E3 is going to be. Uh, so we're going to expect a lot of big game announcements coming, guys. Uh, like I know, I know there was also a Far Cry five, Far Cry six trailer yeah, that with, dropped uh, that showed that revealed the uh, protagonist because we know who the antagonist is going to be. We saw what the protagonist is going to be. Um, I'm sure we're going to get something from Ubisoft regarding another Assassin's Creed or what they're how they're going to up how they're going to upgrade Valhalla, which apparently is like one of the biggest games ever as far as like just crap to do. Mm-hmm. So if you if you're looking good. for a game to like absorb your time, that's that's a that's a good play. Um right, yeah, right now those are the kind of the big announcements we're looking at. We might hear something about Final Fantasy 16 from Square Enix, but uh I I think we're gonna have to wait and see on that. Um oh also and I think next week they're going to upgrade uh release an upgrade for Final Fantasy 
uh, seven remake that includes a new chapter, but people are going to have to pay for that if they want to get that new chapter. It's not going to be free for PS5 owners. Wonderful. <laughs> the, the franchise that keeps on giving Final Fantasy. Uh, but yeah, that's um, that is it for gaming sure? news. Yeah, for gaming news at least. You sure. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't think of it. Is there something I'm missing gaming wise? Yeah, I, I have more. Oh, go for it. My bad. <laughs> you good, man? Um, this week, actually, by the time this podcast it will release, um, the last DLC for Ark Survival Evolve is being released. Oh. Uh, Ark Genesis Part Two. It will complete the story and add a ton of new content um and it it looks to be massive it has been delayed by six months and it is finally cool uh time to see if you're an arc fan you know that's that's par for the core but uh we're finally gonna see the ending of the story um and how it leads to arc two how is santiago back that's interesting because santiago died um and that's the that's the character vin diesel is playing Okay. Um, in the in the sequel and also in the animated series, um, but yeah, that drops. It's it's kind of a big deal. Arc is a kind of a, a big deal in in gaming, like bigger than a lot of people give you credit for, as far as survival games go, and just um, a game being turned into an animated series and having a sequel announced doesn't happen that often. So um, that is cool. That's going to be uh, a big deal. And uh, Evo is apparently happening. Got a confirmation about that today from PlayStation. Um, for those who don't know, uh, the Evo tournament was purchased by Sony, um, I think, last year. And, and it, purchased, it was purchased after the big controversy, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we just got confirmation that Dragon Ball Fighters will be uh, taking place at Evo. So that is probably when we will receive our next big announcement for that game uh, at the beginning of August and any updates that uh, may be coming. So those are kind of big deals. I guess the, my, my only question is, at least from what I saw from the Evo announcement, it, it is going to be a virtual online tournament or is it going to be in person? Who knows? By I'm that time, they may be comfortable enough doing like in person just without uh, a crowd, which is what. <laughs> I would recommend for yeah. Dragon Ball Fighters, but yeah, that you, know, would make you sense. never know. So we'll we'll see. We'll we'll report on it uh because we are fans of the game and go from there. But yeah, that is all I had for uh gaming news. Cool. Uh that's fantastic. Um the uh, there still, however, is some more like entertainment news in general. Apparently, movies are finally making a comeback, uh, as far as going to the movie theater goes. Um, even though not all movie theaters are at full capacity, they're starting to make a decent amount of money again. This is the biggest holiday week. This has been the biggest movie weekend since um, I would say January of 2020. So before the pandemic started. And that's all because there were two major movie releases over the holiday. We got A Quiet Place Part 2 and Cruella DeVille from Disney. Now, uh, a lot of people kind of expected uh, Cruella DeVille to not be incredibly, uh, incredibly big, but it still was good enough to place number two 
on the box office. Um, but it, it, it did not come close to, it did not come close to being, uh, to, to beating the current King, which is a quiet place part two, which earned $48 million, uh, over the weekend, which is actually pretty good because that's close to what it opened with for, uh, for 2018 yeah, the original yeah the original came out in 2018 that opened with 50 million this opened with 48 so it is a sign that it looks like the summer movie season should be making a comeback and it's something that we thought could happen but it and it looks like we got not necessarily lucky but it looks like we were fortunate enough that things have kind of eased up and it appears that mo- that attending movies are safe and it looks like a lot of theaters are w- ready to get people back in the building so uh, i could see things not returning to what they were to the numbers they were doing in 2019 but i could easily see it getting back to a point where people go to the movie theaters regularly where we're seeing movies opening with at least 70 million in the box office which mm-hmm. for a lot of for a lot of films is pretty pretty solid for an opening weekend yeah so. for those who who haven't gone back to the movies yet it's, it's a pretty nice experience i mean you, you still wear your mask uh it's it's pretty spacious uh me and tj have both gone not it's not a bad experience at all i mean you know you still run the risk that you go had run kind of going anywhere else right but um with things easing up it, it's a fun kind of escape to get out the house for sure yeah the the bigger the bigger issue that you could end up seeing uh now that states are reopening and capacity limits are dropping once people start getting into them and once once people once the capacity limits stop you might run into pretty crowded theaters. I've got a feeling most of these places are going to still make it. So they're going to fill up as many seats as they can. But mm-hmm. I do think that, you know, as long as you wear a mask, if you pick the right time, maybe you don't go at like the busiest time of the, of the week, you should still be able to make it in without to attend the theater in a relatively safe way without much of an issue. Uh, but yeah, uh, this week, I know that the sequel to The Conjuring comes out. So The Conjuring Part 3, I guess. Even though I know it's a whole series involving like The Nun and Annabelle and everything else. But I think that one should do pretty well as well. So we'll see We'll see where things go. We've got uh, Fast 9 coming out this month and Black Widow in July. So there's there's a lot of big movies coming out to kind of see where things stand on the return of the box office front perfect but yeah so that'll do it for that'll do it for news today guys obviously some big stuff so now we're going to dive into our thoughts on the newest well on the series overall of love death and robots and love sex and robots Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So the first one is actually Love, Sex, and Robots. And um, what I would like to do is, because it's an anthology, um, one of the best ways to kind of go into this show when I first watched it is not knowing it's an anthology. And just kind of like figuring out that it is because episode one of this show, uh, which is an episode I like, it's a it's like about this uh, kind of Pacific Rim, the monster yeah. fights type it's, deal. It's really cool. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then you find out it's kind of an adult show, and you're like, okay, cool. Then you get to the next episode, uh, which is episode two, three robots, which is about three robots. And you're like, okay. <laughs> like, wait, what does this have to do? Yeah, the animation's the... a little different, but okay, it's still futuristic. Uh, humans, okay. Um, and then you get to episode three, which is the witness, and you kind of figure out that, okay, this is, uh, these aren't related. <laughs> like, At all, whatsoever. But, but the cool thing about this show is, um, I guess every episode kind of has a theme or maybe a meaning, but they're they're different animations, just different shorts that have like a cool contained story. Uh, the witness, I think, is it, I I really like the witness too. The witness was, was cool. the witness was really good. I think that was the one, and and that's the one that people have cosplayed the most. I've noticed. Really? Uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of people uh, do the main female protagonist of that episode. Okay. Uh, and I think that was the first series. That was the first one that you really saw in the trailers for the show. So it's kind of what I guess a lot of people, at least her image is what a lot of people think of. Associate with it. Yeah. The, but then the, the thing is, like you said, it's only that one 12 minute episode and then everything else is completely different. Uh, another one that I really liked from season one was uh, Good Hunting. The Oh, you see. Okay. Hold on. We're skipping ahead um okay yeah episode eight yeah the the uh one about uh the son of a the son of a spirit hunter like forming a relationship with uh spirit if that makes sense uh this is the one with the okay i don't really like this one really i think i think it's okay I don't really like the way that I think it starts off promising and I get like it's a it's a representation for like how things how how like the future changes the past to mm-hmm. a degree. Mm-hmm. But I didn't I didn't really care for that one. That's fair. Um, I can I can understand that. I was gonna say episode four, which is suits, I, I like this one. Um which is um the one with the farm and the in the the alien is like they're on a the alien planet and they're farming and uh they're protecting from the aliens with the mech suits. Really I now that I'm reading these again, I want to go back and rewatch them. Uh like that one. 
uh, Mercenaries or Suckers of Soul, which is episode five. That one's cool, uh, not the best. Uh, episode six, when the yogurt took over. Do you remember this one? Uh, when the yogurt took over. Let me see. I'm actually on Netflix right now. I just need to get a look at the uh, at like the image, and I should be able to remember. Yeah, this is what, episode six. What's interesting? It seems like right now the the episodes aren't exactly in order. Oh yeah, I remember this one. Yeah, this oh, one is yeah. just like a, a really silly one. It's just like a silly concept, but it's but like it's still really cool. And it was interesting, really solid. Because you're like, what is going on? What's this about? Um, and that's the thing. It's it, every single episode is different, and that's something I really do appreciate is how interesting each one is and the world yeah. that they set up really, really quickly. Like that's the thing. It it, it all tells a contained story in one episode where you get an idea of what the world is. It doesn't like obviously do a ton of world building, but you get an idea of what we're experiencing. You get a solid beginning, middle and end. And while it'd be nice to get more from certain ones that we like overall, it was still a really fun time. Yeah, it's, to watch. it's just a nice contained story um, that, that catches your interest. You have to figure out what's going on and then you kind of like, just, just keep it moving um like episode seven i think episode seven is one of the best episodes of season one uh this is be uh beyond the aquila rift oh yeah um, that one's nuts that yeah honestly, the, ending, all, the ending is the ending is nuts but honestly the whole the whole thing of that one the reason why that one's so crazy to me is just because it's the first time that i think i i saw like what we have is video game animation now and just an animated and just an animated like live show. action but not yeah, live action but a live capture yeah live capture because clearly clearly no one drew this there, there's no way someone drew all that by hand right but they they used live capture to like and to help animate it and make things more accurate and uh use cgi to build it from there but it was really really well done and then off then obviously it's also kind of a, a mind trip like it's it, it's 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 a wild episode just overall yeah um it it is it is the ending is shocking and something i guess i don't know if we we mentioned enough but every episode while being directed by different people and having different stories they're animated differently um, some of them are 3D, some of them are like CJ said, motion capture, some of them are 2D. Um, it just depends on the storytelling and what's kind of uh what's kind of I mean, I don't know if it was chosen or what the, what their, their idea was, but uh we talked about eight, which was good hunting. Uh nine is the dump. Uh this one isn't this one's okay. I think this is one of the shorter ones, um, where there's like a dump monster or something. Yeah, I think I I don't really remember this one too much. It's the um, guy that that lives at the junkyard. Oh, and... that one. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Yep, I remember it now. I I remember it now that I'm looking at the image on Netflix. Yep. Number 10 is Shapeshifters, which is a a really good one that yeah. a lot of people like um that involves werewolves and in the US Marines, which is a really cool concept. Again, uh Love Sex and Robots uh season 1 really just has a bunch of cool concepts that um who knows maybe they will get turned into full series one day i could definitely see this this um the shapeshifters one yeah the, the shapeshifters one could definitely become a full series i would also say uh 
what was the name of the first one again? Um, uh, Sunny's episode. Edge, episode one, Sunny's Edge. That could yeah. be, yep. I could see that one becoming a full episode too, I mean, a full series too. But I, I think, again, the cool part about this kind of series is the fact that it's, it's almost like Black Mirror where like, well, not even almost, it's like Black Mirror where every episode is different, but I don't think you need to go for some of these. I don't think you need to go beyond exactly. what you already get. Exactly. Like, I think the reason why the witness works so well uh, is because you know what it is like, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they could stop the loop from happening, but I, right. I, I like the idea of where it ends and kind of where it goes from there and leading that up to the viewer. I, I agree with that. Um, number 11, helping hand. Uh, this one doesn't stand out too much, but um, just an interesting watch. Uh, this was one of the ladies in space. Uh, episode 12, fish night. Oh yeah. This one's trippy. Do you remember fish night? uh yeah the it's one of the ones where the animation is clearly different than the rest of the show it's like it's like 2d animation yeah it's one of the few ones that's 2d which again uh which also was the case in in volume two which we'll get to because the i think the trip one of the trippiest ones and most interesting ones of of, of season two was a 2d animated one but we can get to that in a sec uh yep we'll we'll get to season two number 13 lucky 13 uh this is one of the better ones of the season um, that deals with like a a ship that is supposed to be uh, decommissioned after it's this last mission. Um, and let me see. I don't see the ladies. I don't recognize the 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 lady's name, but the very prominent actor. Oh yeah, here we are, Samara uh, Samara uh, Willie. Um, name sounds she, familiar. She was in Orange Is the New Black. She's the character. Oh, okay. That, um, normally had the bald head. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. she's the main character in that uh, series. Uh, Zuma Blue, shout out to Caitlin. This is one of Caitlin's favorite episodes. Uh, again, just very interesting concept. This is about the very famous painter that always paints uh, in blue, and he's like a, a yep. robot. Yeah. Yep. Interesting concept. Cool story. Fifteen is a blind spot. Um, This one's okay. This is the racing. It's not racing, but this is like the the Fast and the Furious yeah. future. Yeah, pretty much. Highway rivalry one. You kind of seen it before. Like it's not like it doesn't do anything too dynamic, but it's still an interesting watch. Yeah, like they're all interesting. You're gonna watch each one just to see what happens next. Exactly. Sixteen and, and, is. And the oh. thing that we haven't mentioned though is that these are all technically shorts, if that makes sense, because yeah. I think the longest one might be seventeen minutes. So it's it's not like it takes a while to get through. You can probably knock out. Yeah, it's it's bingeable content. It's bingeable content that you're just gonna watch and be like, oh, okay, I'm on the next one. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and you're just gonna sit there. Next thing you know, oh, I went through the whole season and it's not even not even four hours yet. Yeah, true. (laughs) Um, Number sixteen is Ice Age. This one is is I like this one a lot. Uh, this one is where the the, t- the couple has the refrigerator, and yep. there's like a whole civiliz- civilization yep. in the freezer. That, one, that one's pretty fantastic. It's also one of the ones where like it has again, live action. Yeah, it's got live action in it. And then when you go into the civilization, that's when it starts getting animated. But it, it's it's really cool because sometimes like you know it, it's it's always interesting to see like take 
take the the things that you have that look normal in real life and make it this fantastical thing for sure for sure um yeah this one definitely has real real people real act i think uh What's her name? It looks like the guy from that seventy. I think the guy from that seventy show was in it. The guy that played uh, uh, Venom in Spider Man Three. And uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who and Topher Grace. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're they're both just acting. There's no on their part. There's no animation. And then it's about this crazy fridge that they have. So, I, I like that one. Seventeen, uh, our alternative histories is very funny. It's yeah, pretty much hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty much like this program that runs. Uh, different scenarios of Adolf Hitler um, and how his life would have changed if different circumstances yep. would have went different ways. Um, I like that one. And the last episode of Volume One, uh, the Scarlet, the Scarlet War. This is cool too. Uh, this is a cool one. This this one is animated very well. This is the one with those like demonic creatures in Russia during like World War II. Oh, it's called. They, I think they changed the name to the Secret the, War. The Secret on War. Ne- on I'm Netflix. sorry. I saw. I saw the. So okay, I'll explain it. It's called the Secret War. Okay. I was reading the synopsis though, and it says a platoon of the Red Army. Oh yeah, and okay. I said, gotcha. So you, pretty you, yeah, you, you mixed them up. I understand. Yeah, pretty much they were messing with some demon stuff and open this portal and these creatures came out and it's like they have to fight the creatures uh really but that one is very well done um yeah some of these are really actually i'm right there with you i want to go back and watch some watch these these. i i I don't uh, i saw this back in like 2019 so it's been a minute so i i need to go back and check out season one again because like you said i just kind of dived into season two because you don't need to really you can can right you don't need to rewatch you can just start watching it yep and with that um, after two years, that brings us to volume two, which is Love, Death, and Robots. Now, the the one thing I'm wondering is like if the pandemic hindered some of the production for for volume two. It just had because to. just because volume one had 18 episodes, while volume two only had eight. Eight, and that that's like the first thing a lot of people notice. Like eight. Okay. And, and eight episodes for a Netflix series is normal when the Netflix episodes are all hour long things. But this is only like, I, like I said, I think the longest episode of this season is seven is 16 minutes. So it's not like there's a lot of, and some of them are even shorter. Like some of them are only like seven minutes. So you're just kind of like, okay, why right. didn't we get all of the episodes? So there, there had to have been some type of of hindrance. I can't imagine the original idea was to only release eight. Um, CJ, overall, how did how did you feel about this season? I liked this season a lot. Uh, there were some episodes that I I don't think there was an episode that was as good as um as hold on, what's the name of that one again? Uh, as good as uh, Beyond the Aquila Rift. Um, I, I think, uh, the episode, um, snow in the desert and pop squad came close, but I, I don't think the, the, the twist ending just wasn't there. And, but overall, I still really enjoyed most of the episodes this season. I thought the animation was really good for almost all of the, almost all of them. Um, and I really do think there's some concepts that they could that like you said could become bigger things if they decide to go in that direction 
Uh, yeah. Now, one uh, one episode, the first episode of the season is pretty funny to me because, like, it is funny. It's it, it's just like oh, a world like at first I'm like oh, is this like a a, a play on Wally where like all all the humans are just being taken care of by uh taken care of by robots and then one robot ends up becoming a murderous killing machine and it's just like oh huh guess we shouldn't let amazon take over after all <laughs> because yeah. uh it, it's it, it's really it's really funny because uh the, the way that it ends is not what i was expecting at all yeah uh automated customer service again feels like something that's the first episode of volume two um, it feels like something that may have originally been an idea for volume one and it just kind of didn't make the cut. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it feels like, and I, I see why they lay up with that one because it feels like, uh, like I said, it was right out of volume one could have been episode uh, 20 and you know, nobody and no really one noticed. Knows. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think the episode you were talking about earlier, uh, which is episode two ice yeah, Ice is really interesting. One, because I I really like the animation. Like, I think the animation is really solid. Uh, I didn't two. like this one. Really? Yeah, I feel like the animation is like, I get it. It's, it's, it's different. Um, there's kind of two out there for me personally. Not, not out there. It's hard to explain. I didn't like that it was kind of like cell shaded, I guess is the proper uh, way to describe it. I think it was... Um, I didn't like the story of this one and like, oh, well, there are people with enhancements and you don't have an enhancement and we're going to run across ice with whales. Or I'm just, I'm like, I get it. Black, you know, I almost called it Black Mirror. I get it. Like the, the stories are out there, <laughs> but normally they have a little bit more like oomph to them. That's all. That's fair. And I think for me, I, I like the cell shading just because the final couple of scenes when the whales are popping out the water is really really cool to see um and i think i, I agree the stories the story is generic i just liked how the animation was on this episode because i just feel like it i feel like it just probably took a lot of work and i appreciate how oh yeah for they, sure they they went about doing it as um, always shout out to the people that do the work you know i'm never critiquing the the, the work that was put into it it just for me it didn't hit personally no, that's, it was that's I, fine. I, yeah i can tell that it had a lot of effort put into it um then the next episode pop squad i think this is like this th- this one's a, a highlight of yeah the, of the yeah season. it is uh one again animation is very clearly uh motion capture based right i think uh, there are a lot of people that just look too much like humans to be animated. No, it's motion um, capture. But the concept is is wild, yet I guess you could see that happening in a dystopian future where like, yeah, there's too many humans. Like yep. there's not there's not enough food. So if more kids are born, we have to take care of that. And it's just like, oh wow, this sucks. And yeah, this one this one, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was just gonna right. say this one has more depth to it, you know. This one is to make you think if 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 this situation would happen, how would people actually, you know, react to it, and how would right. people maneuver, and how would the world change? And I, I did like Pop Squad. Yeah, and not even how the not more than just how the world changed. You're also kind of wondering how are people like 
how would this one person whose job is to do this quite frankly terrible thing how do you cope with that yeah psychologically yeah it's 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 also i think the longest episode of the season so they have time to really kind of dive into dive into things and i i really appreciated that episode i yeah i agree it's a complete highlight um up next is uh snow in the desert i think this one is also a highlight just because of the cgi and the um and the motion capture animation that they use here um yeah again it's kind of similar to pop squad where it's it's kind of similar uh again motion capture type deal uh it's futuristic uh sci-fi and uh this one i like this one uh this one's okay for for the concept like oh we want this one guy's uh testicles because (laughs) he's can uh, regenerate and make uh, like I get it, but I, I, I don't know. I, and then he like is taking out the bounty hunters, and that's kind of cool. But then he ends up getting messed up, and yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah that's yeah, it's, it's just like it's 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 out of this season. It's one of the highlights, but it's kind of mid for for the what the series is overall. Yeah, that I can agree with. Um, then the episode that I like mate I like how the the episode goes, but I hated the character of the next episode. Uh the tall grass. The tall grass. I like the tall grass. Yeah. I like it. I like it as a story, but I think that the guy is an idiot. It's it's just yep. kind of like what like if the old tra- if the old train conductor is like, don't go like don't go into the grass. Well, he didn't say like, that. He just, which he should have said that. He just said, don't wander. He said, don't wander. We'll be right back up. Which which tells me I shouldn't wander. I should be, keep my behind right here. Well, CJ, the train was right there. He should, you know. Uh, yeah, I guess, but. Uh... I, li- I like the episode. I think the episode was, it gave me an X-Files type of vibe. Um, That's To fair. where it was just like you know like whoa there's these things in this grass uh i should and my man was running for his life and then you know the ending happens which it was it was a solid ending i I like this episode um i like this episode more than i like uh snow in the desert okay that's fair that's fair um all through the house is a christmas episode uh this this episode is so short and it's so it's so i uh, i don't dislike this episode uh i just wish there was more to it because it's it's pretty simple it's just a dark version of santa like that's that's all it really is i know but cj the thing is so creepy i don't disagree i, my I man, don't disagree my man was like you know the kid do you like the kid said what would have happened if we were we, naughty exactly probably would be dead yeah, but that's beside said, the point. My man said, "Good." He said, <laughs> "My man told him. He told him stay good." I said, "I said, I said oh my god!" Oh, like Jesus. Yeah, what we're definitely separate, celebrating Hanukkah next year. <laughs> not doing this no more. This, this, the, the, yeah. the devil's <laughs> devil's holiday with that. Based on that, you imagine <laughs> them kids, them kids no, are scarred for, scarred life. for life. 
They're they're clearly scarred yeah, for life. Because as soon All as one <laughs> as soon as one forgets about it, the other one's gonna be like, "Nah, fam, that happened. No, that was a dr- I that dreamed dream. that." They're gonna nah, be like, "Nah, nah I'm gonna nah, tell man. you exactly." <laughs> like on 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 December 25th, we load lock and load every year. <laughs> Security system. Lock the doors. Like that thing, there's but there's so many unanswered questions. You just have to be good and you're fine. And like that, I guarantee you that would guarantee a lot more good children now, than the idea of Santa Claus. No, nah, like man. The trauma, the trauma but, that but, would but how, how does he decide, man? How does he decide? What if you mess up one day? You know, what if you make an honest mistake? You bad now? Okay, that's, what, is, there, that's is there a time radius? You get some time to work it off? Like, no, there's too many unanswered questions. Lock and load. This is why it's America. We're going to have all these assault (laughs) weapons. If that's the case, then yeah, okay, that makes sense. I understand why why y'all want that level of firepower. But um, anyways, so yeah, that's how I feel about that one. What is this, Life Hutch? Yep, starring starring everyone's favorite actor, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Thumbs down. It's, it's, It's okay. It's nothing... It's nothing crazy. Um, so the reason I dislike this episode is again, well, well, I don't, I don't think he does a bad job in this one. I think he does a good job, Michael B. Jordan. Um, the motion cap and the the three D rendering, well done. This one isn't about what I thought it was going to be about. My man said in the beginning of the episode, "I'm going to die here," and literally the rest of the episode is about him and the robot. Yeah, but I mean, it's about him trying to like. Uh, yeah, I guess it's more of a flashback. I, than, I like, thought I thought it was going to be about him trying to figure out a way to yeah, escape. That's fair. Literally, that's my fair. man comes in, robot malfunctioning. I'm like, okay, well, you can't use the robot to help. And then it's a battle between him and the robot for for however many minutes. Right, but that's why he thinks he's going to die because he's fighting the robot, and the robot might kill him. Man, if y'all don't get out of <laughs> here with this with this the robot ends up being a cat anyways <laughs> so i don't get out of here with that there that has so much potential just to be like a a survival thing with michael b jordan and instead it turned to this robot i mean the, the show is called love death and robots so there you go it's got two of the big it's got two of the big things from the name right there man uh next up is the drowned giant which is the last episode of the season, which again, that's only puts us at eight episodes, which is still insanely short. This one was cool. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was conceptually. Fun. I just don't like that. The fact that nobody ever addressed that there were more giants somewhere, probably. Yeah. They never thought like where this thing, this thing is here. Why, why we're like, where that means that there's more that like, what, why are we not worried about the fact that we could be attacked? Like, yeah, that's the only thing. Like people were like, "Yeah, so, you know, they played on it. It was spectacle, and it was it was this guy's perspective and his relationship with this giant dead body." But um, ultimately, I just I just thought that personally, there would be more to that concept. That yeah. I get it for the sake of time, they couldn't go into. But at the same time, like, hey, it's got to be more. Like my man was born somehow. He probably. <laughs> There's probably yeah. a couple more of these guys out there. Why was he killed and drowned and like what what happened? But no, it's just like okay, well, you know, his body parts are all over the world now, and this I'm like, all right, cool. 
it's 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 one of those things where i guess that's kind of just where the the word what's the best way i can describe this this is a where the decision to not expand the world goes i guess because like you said it's they're all shorts they're designed to be watched and binged without being interconnected so it's just kind of like you you try not to think about the extra questions from each world that they that they set up because each one of these shorts except for maybe um except for maybe the uh pop squad really le- does leave some questions to be answered uh beyond what we got in the episode so i i agree with you i think that it would be interesting to see which one of like these as a larger series like i actually think all through the house could be a really maybe like following these kids as they grow up just to see like how <laughs> like you said like one of them forgets it ever happened they're adults now and they're still trying to and one's yeah. like starting no, to go I down could, the, I could, the wrong I path be, i could do you one better what if they figure out what happens to the naughty kids and they decide to stop this thing yeah so, that'd be really cool so on, on, on christmas every year they they lock and load <laughs> like it, yeah that, that could be a really cool concept which would be a nice expansion of uh of whatever that was i think we're also like there i think the reason why these are just in these short anthology series is there's i, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these were even pitches that people from netflix got for full series right. and like they're just like well we don't want to actually make the full series but we can just do a quick short and that'll give us content and i i think that it works because of how the series is set up. I I agree with you. I just um, I think episode, season season two was just too short. Yeah, that's um, the biggest then, issue. And and it kind of had more of those silly. Uh, what feels like it had more of those silly concepts, just like idea driven ones, rather than the the more deep, uh, interesting philosophical ones. Philosophical ones. Yeah. Um, I can agree with that. I would like you said. I would. I think it would be really cool as an expansion idea to maybe Netflix maybe hold a vote or something and and select ones that like, hey, out of all of these, which one did you guys enjoy the most? And then they will turn that maybe into like a season, and see um, we can kind of see if it does well. Then they can continue on. If not, they can do another vote. That makes sense. I think that would be cool, but. Yeah, we went over the two seasons and gave our opinions kind of on each episode. Um, I don't really have too much else to say I, after that because season two is kind of like it, it just really just really short. Uh, season one is really good. I, yeah, I really season one like is season great. One. I, I and season two, I think it's just the fact that it's so short doesn't help it. Uh, yeah. There were there could be. I, I'm hoping that maybe they'll give us a little bit more. Maybe give us a volume three later in the year, since uh, they that would be nice. Us since they only gave us eight episodes this time. And I think that could be a cool way to remedy that problem. Yep. But we, you know how it is in Netflix. Half the time they'll tell you what's, what's coming out till like a month, a month before. beforehand. So yep. like, I remember we were waiting on Big Mouth season four after the, after September for like two months before we got the announcement that Big Mouth, that the, uh, that with the season, the series is ready to drop. So um, we'll just have to wait and see. But for now, guys, I think that's going to do it. Uh, I'm, 
I'm sure we will be able to uh, get a, I'm sure going forward, we'll have plenty of reviews coming up. Cause like I said, there's plenty of content. Um, we promise, like we said, to keep you guys posted on both the uh, latest in the world of games and the world of movies. Um, if there's a TV series that you guys think we should watch coming out that you think would be really cool, let us know. Um, we, we are always looking for new content. I know that, uh, Record of Ragnarok and oh, uh, Record of Ragnarok is coming out also. Uh, Seven Deadly Sins season four, the season that uh, both Shelby and I enjoy story wise at least, is finally about to drop on Netflix soon. So be ready for a oh, full. yay. We're gonna have to talk about it, man. I know, I know it's disappointing, but um, get ready for a in depth review of that series overall coming up. Um, I'm sure we'll, we got plenty to talk about there, but yeah, if there's anything that you want us to watch, let us know. We're always looking for new content. Most definitely. And uh, I, yeah, <laughs> like I, I, I was just going to say any suggestions or actually this is what I would like uh, from some of our people below. Leave us a description of like what your favorite shows are. If we haven't discussed them yet and why you like them and maybe we'll check them out and do reviews on them yeah that'd be awesome we would love to hear that so uh i'll even put that into the uh into the facebook description so that way people can get back to us um and we'll go from there there we go that's what i'm talking about a little community engagement exactly but all right guys that's going to do it for us today thanks for listening we always appreciate it don't forget to like share subscribe follow us on all social media platforms uh Again, we will uh, get back to work on a few. We'll be, we will be posting soon. Uh, Loki is starting up in just eight days, so expect uh, a couple, Expect some episodic reviews there. Uh, expect Shelby told me his plans for what game he plans to kind of start next, so be prepared for Twitch to start popping back up. And, uh, yeah, we, we really appreciate everyone that's stuck with us so far, and uh, we'll keep putting out as much content as we can. Yep, feel free to uh, like, subscribe, comment, uh, rate, review, everything you can. Tell, we tell three it. friends. Tell yep, tell three friends if you can. Share it if you want. Spotify uh, Spotify apparently has a share as a sharing option now to share clips from episodes. So that's oh, something okay, that's you guys cool. be interested in doing. We'd appreciate it. So yeah, most definitely. But I think that's all we got for today, man. Yeah, I think so. So that's gonna do it, guys. I'm CJ. I'm Shelby. And this is a fan's perspective. Signing out. We'll catch you next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.